Sunday blessings to you all. This is the Lord's Day, the day of resurrection that commences a new week and offers a new opportunity to be drawn by grace more deeply into the paschal mystery of Jesus Christ. Through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, may each of us graciously respond to Jesus' invitation to live more deeply his passion, death, and glorious resurrection and ascension, and be drawn into loving communion with God our Father. You are listening to Encountering Jesus with the Church Fathers, a podcast pondering patristic commentary and insight on the sacred scriptures, the sacred liturgy, and living as a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Father Mark, and I welcome you to this podcast on the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. Guiding us this Sunday in opening the Word of God is Pope St. Leo, one of the Latin or Western Fathers of the Church. In addition, he is one of only a handful of Fathers of the Church designated the Great, and for good reason. As Bishop of Rome in the mid-fifth century, Pope St. Leo the Great fought against Arianism, Pelagianism, and Manichaeanism, to name only a few. In addition, as Roman society was collapsing, St. Leo provided not only sound leadership in the church, but in society at large by working vigorously to care for the needs of the poor through the corporal works of mercy as Rome was being pillaged. On this Sunday, celebrating the kingship of Jesus Christ, we will listen to an excerpt from his Homily 53, which he originally delivered on Wednesday of Holy Week in the year 441. Fidelity demands, dearly beloved, that we should return to that part of the sermon which we promised concerning the Lord's passion, he himself helping us, and I do not doubt that you are helping us in this with your prayers as well. It is to our common advantage, if you can consider me beholden, for whatever has been attributed to my skill would be spent on your edification. After that wicked and detestable bribery of Judas, by which the Redeemer of the world was betrayed by him, and after those sacrilegious mockeries in which his meekness was led right up to the place of his punishment, two thieves were crucified with him, their crosses on either side. One, up to now, 
the equal in all things of his companion, a robber on the roads, and always a danger to the safety of the people, deserving the cross, suddenly becomes a confessor of Christ. Among those sharp tortures of body and soul, which at the same time both the pressure and distress of death were increasing, he was changed by a wonderful conversion and said, Remember me, Lord, when you enter into your kingdom. What discourse urged him to this faith? What doctrine infused it? What preacher aroused it? He had seen none of the miracles that had been performed earlier. By that time, cures of the sick had ceased, as had given light to the eyes of the blind and giving life to the dead. On the other hand, those things which were soon to be done had not yet arrived. Nevertheless, he confessed him to be Lord and King, the one he sees as a companion in his own punishment. Thence came this gift in which faith itself received a response. For Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This promise surpasses the human condition, for it issued not so much from the wood of a cross as from a throne of power. From that height is reward given to faith. There the debt of human transgression is abolished because the form of God did not separate himself from the form of a servant. Even in the midst of this punishment, both the inviolable divinity and the suffering human nature preserved its own character and its own oneness. For the reinforcement of our hope, the witness of all creation has been added. When Christ gave up his spirit, all the elements trembled. The brightness of the sun, obscured with thick shadows, turned the day into unnatural light. The earth, struck with deep shocks, could not keep its stability. And the firmness of rocks, their solidity broken, burst asunder. In addition, the veil of the temple, no longer to shadow the mysteries of the past, was torn. The bodies of many saints were stirred up and, to strengthen faith in the coming resurrection, tombs were opened. 
heaven and earth, passed sentence against you. As the sun withdrew its service of giving daylight, and the laws of nature denied you their function. When the service of creation departs from its laws, it is your blindness and your confusion that have been signified. When you said, His blood be upon us and upon our children, you received what was coming to you, that which the faithless past of your race has lost, the believing fullness of the nations would attain. As a result, dearly beloved, our Lord Jesus Christ, crucified, is not an obstacle nor foolishness to us, but the power of God and the wisdom of God. We, I say, are the spiritual offspring of Abraham, not born as children of slavery, but reborn into the family of liberty. For us was Christ the true and spotless lamb sacrificed, the one who had been led with mighty hand and outstretched arm from the oppression of Egyptian rule. Let us then embrace the wonderful mystery of the saving Passover and be reformed into the image of the one who conformed himself to our deformity. Let us be raised to the one who made the dust of our lowliness into the body of his glory, that we might deserve to be companions of his resurrection. Let us adapt ourselves to his humility and patience in all things. We are undertaking the service of a great name, the discipline of a great profession. Followers of Christ may not stray from the king's highway. We are bound not to be preoccupied with temporal affairs as we head for the eternal. Because we have been redeemed by the precious blood of Christ, let us glorify and carry God in our body, so that we may deserve to come to those things which have been prepared for the faithful through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom is honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Pope St. Leo the Great, pray for us. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation set free from slavery, may render your majesty service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise. 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord.